welcome to the Women With Fire podcast. I am Michelle Gifford. I am Sarah Allred. God is calling women around the world to stand up and make a difference. We call this your quest. God needs you. Learn from other women who are navigating their own quests. And through this podcast, light that fire as you embark upon your own. Let's do this. Hey, you guys, and welcome to another episode of the Women With Fire podcast. We are so excited that you're here. I am Michelle Gifford, and this is Sarah Allred, and today's big. Today's big. Today's going to be so fun. It's going to be really good. So because, I don't know. It's kind of lighter. We're going lighter today. Yeah. Yeah. But deeper. Lighter, but deeper. What the heck lighter are you talking about? I don't know. So that's the thing. It starts like, we'll just do something a little bit lighter where we're doing practical tips, motherhood tips, because, well, we got nine kids now between us because Sarah has a new baby. Yay. <laughs> and so we were just thinking about, and I think this is actually really a great topic, obviously. That's why we're doing it. But um, especially when we talk to a lot of women who are in this phase where they're following a quest and, and a lot of them is they're bringing something on alongside of motherhood. And so sometimes it can be really tricky to feel like, well, I'm giving up this time. And so I'm not spending time with my kids. And so in this episode, we wanted to talk about some practical tips, things that we do to really connect with our kids, because I know that you can, you can do both. I'm doing it. You can connect with your kids and have a really great relationship and still follow your quest. And so that's what we're talking about today. I think it's so brilliant because I think we, And of course, we can't avoid the whole idea that like we have scriptural ideas behind this as well. (laughs) I know we're going to be light. I know we are going to be light today. I just know it. But sometimes you just can't avoid the spiritual connection to all of this. But I do think that our listeners and Michelle and myself, that we all feel really strongly that we are all trying to be more purposeful in how we are parenting and just being smart about it. And I feel very, very starved right now for one-on-one attention with my kids because I've got a newborn. This is the reality right now. She gets my time and she's earned it, my goodness. But I am in a position where my one-on-one time is a lot more limited than it used to be. And it's got me thinking about it. And so Michelle and I have had some awesome discussions about it. And man, some great parallels from the pre-existence have really climbed into all of this. So yeah, we want you to help be more connected to your kids, even if your time is really, really short. So one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot, and you know, if you haven't gotten, if you haven't gotten my, um, our free downloads with my talk and Sarah's talk, you should just go. It's the winwithfire.com slash bonus. But in that talk, I talk about how, about personal revelation. And you know, I've been, I'm really big on this, that God doesn't, when he says that he speaks the language of us, the listeners, I don't think that just means like English or Spanish or whatever. I think he knows us so personally that he knows exactly how to speak to us. He knows exactly what will mean something to us. He knows exactly how to send a message, what message to send. And so, I mean, like that's something I really feel strongly about, but as I was thinking about this topic, the thought came to me or a little bit of personal revelation came to me. Um, Keep it light, um, Michelle. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm going to talk about personal revelation, Sarah. <laughs> Season five. That's what it is. <laughs> um, but I just was thinking about how 
that is something as parents, we are really trying to do. And even though uh, I didn't realize it to now, but is that each of our children comes different, obviously. I mean, hello. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they each come as their own little people. And so as a parent, it's one of our jobs is to figure out our kids and figure out how the best to communicate with them, how to relate with them, um, the things that will matter to them. Because I have some kids, I mean, even like discipline, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> it's different. It's just like, it it's just different. completely different. And um, I have one of my I daughters, it's like the worst. My father's laughing yeah. at him. He's I know. About He's it. Child number two comes and he goes. <laughs> Child number three comes. You what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, you just know this is part of the humor of it all, right? Yeah, you Sarah's keeping it light. It's good because I was going deep. I was going deep. <laughs> no, but I think, but that's exactly right. Like this is something we have to learn. We're trying to become like God. You know, we're trying to be like Him, and part of it is that we get to find out, figure it out with these little people, and it's so. It's so, it's an honor, but it's also super hard. <laughs> and I do feel like we want to feel like we are coming from somewhere. Like I, I really like it when um, these amazing websites like Multiply Goodness, um, when they get together and they provide Easter readings and Easter things that we can be doing to prep our families. Like I am all about downloading your stuff and printing it and implementing it. Like give me some structure. Like I respond really well to stuff like that. And sadly, parenting kids, I haven't felt as quite as easy as like printing off a chart and being like, here's how I discipline this child. And here is how I do this. But I do think there are some really unique systems out there that can give you some insight into that little person that you are trying to connect with and how they respond to the world. So um, I do have to give credit for this because this is not my own genius move. This is from the book, The Child Whisperer from Carol Tuttle. And she has done a really brilliant thing to try and define personalities for four different types of children and what kind of things you can expect from them and also how you can respond to them and connect with them based upon their personality, okay? And so by the book, it's brilliant. We'll put it in the show notes. It's fantastic. And this doesn't mean she's trying to put your kid into some kind of a box or something, but I think you will be surprised when you read about the four types that your kid's there. Your kid is one of those types. So with that being said, one of the ways to try and connect with them is to simply understand how they connect with the world, what kind of things really speak to them. So without like reading the whole book to you, here's all you got to know. The type one is the really fun, loving child, and they connect socially. They love to dance with you and have fun with you and go on ice cream dates together and they anything social. They like to talk and brainstorm and do all these cool things. They love to do anything like that. They connect socially. A type two is your easygoing, more emotional child and they connect emotionally. They want to journal with you. They want to sit in the quiet with you and snuggle and 
foot rubs and, you know, those kinds of things. They want to, to emotionally feel connected to their parent. Type three, this is going to be your strong-willed kind of extroverted child that feels very kind of bull in a china shop kind of feeling in your home that has a ton of ideas. There are lots of entrepreneurs that are type threes. They, and they connect with the world physically. They can multitask. They always have big ideas, those kinds of things. And they connect physically. So Michelle, you have a type three, right? I do have a, a I have a very type three person. <laughs> So how do we won't, we won't say his name, but how do you connect with him? Totally physically, because he is someone who will just, I mean, if anyone knows any of my kids, it'll be really easy to know. <laughs> when you said bowl in a China, in a China closet. Yeah, that's him. Um, it's the best. It's also a little bit, my husband, it's fine. Except he's not a type three. I don't think my husband is anyway, whatever, but we'll get Carol Tuttle on here we'll, and she will explain all of it. Yep. We'll get her. But yeah. So I, that's actually something that I, I felt like I wasn't connecting with him recently. And so we've been doing gymnastics, going to gymnastics class. And so I was like, Hey, let's go do back handsprings. And it was like the act of me, like flipping him over and he can jump. And, and anyway, it just completely changed the scenario once I connected with him that way. So this is fantastic. So tell us type four. I love this. And let me insert quick with type three. This doesn't mean he doesn't want to talk, but if you're going to try and talk to him, you've got to be jumping on the tramp and you've got to be running up the mountain and you've got to be hiking and you got to be skiing and you got to be throwing the Frisbee. Like him trying to sit down on the couch and communicate with you on an emotional level. In (laughs) fact, he'll probably get angry. Yeah. Angry or fidgety. Yeah. Yeah. Not looking at me. I'm always like eyes on me, eyes on me. Gosh, seriously, we've got to get Carol on here. Okay, we're going to do it. Okay, type four. Type four is going to be your, your, your more quiet child, but determined and wants respect. Like they are very smart and organized. Everything is black and white, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, some of you are nodding your head saying, oh, I have a type four. I have a type four. They love critical thinking. They sometimes are called a know-it-all, those kinds of things. That's not a negative thing. Your type four connects intellectually. So if you were to go and decide that you're going to jump on YouTube and you're going to take like a drawing class together, this is a kid who would connect with that because they're learning something. They're progressing with something. They also like to be very, very, very independent. They want to be able to push the cart out of the grocery store and put the groceries in and they want to be able to bake on Sunday and, you know, do all those things. They want to feel very independent and intellectually, gosh, take classes with them, um, get their mind going, connect with them on books anyway. So this, these are just kind of some ideas of you to be thinking of, oh, maybe there are different ways that my kid sees the world. And I hope that through type one, type two, type three, or type four, you can brainstorm some ideas on how to connect with them. Now, in all honesty, we just had Brittany Rattel on the podcast and she's fabulous. She's like, seriously, one moment I am like laughing and hiccuping because it's so (laughs) funny of the experiences she had in law school. And then at the end of her podcast, I just was like, gosh, she is like women's greatest hero, you know, just such an advocate. And she is a lawyer, people. She is an attorney. Do they like to be called lawyers or attorneys? I don't even know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, in my experience, I don't, I don't hear attorney jokes. I hear lawyer jokes. I don't know. I don't know. Regardless, she is an attorney. And as we were kind of talking about her podcast and then Michelle was talking about parenting and parallels, all this stuff, you had this like 
spiritual <laughs> booyah moment that I'm like, I don't care how light we're going today. You have got <laughs> to hear this parallel because I've never heard this. I love this. Oh, so I, it's because I was thinking about this topic and I was listening to Elder Renlund's talk from October 2018, Choose You This Day. And so you know that in the pre-existence, right, there was a war in heaven. And, and so Christ was Christ against Satan, right? That's how it went down. And in this talk, it talks about how Lucifer is an accuser or prosecutor. Now, I come up from a family. I have three siblings who are lawyers. I have a dad who is a lawyer and a judge. And so, so I know, like, I know prosecution and accusatory action. I got it, right? I know as I was doing that. <laughs> Dinner tables, absolutely. So I was thinking about that and how Lucifer in the pre-existence is, was doing what he does now. And he was standing up there and saying, you'll never make it. You're not enough. Those people will never choose their right. They don't deserve their agency. They don't have what you say that they're going to have. Um, it says, this is in the talk. It says, in stark contrast, Lucifer, an accuser or prosecutor, John the Revelator described Lucifer's ultimate defeat. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. Why? Because the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Um, Lucifer is the accuser. He spoke against us in the premortal existence, and he continues to denounce us in this life. He seeks to drag us down. He wants us to experience endless woe. He's the one who tells us we are not adequate, the one who tells us we are not good enough. The one who tells us there is no recovery from a mistake. He's the ultimate bully, the one who kicks us when he, we are down. Now, I had heard that. I listened to this a few times, but when I thought about that in parenthood, and I thought about, because just right under this, it talks about how Lucifer would treat a child and how Christ would treat a child. And I'm going to read it just because it's the best. Um, he says, if Lucifer were teaching a child to walk and the child stumbled, he would scream at the child, punish him, and tell him to quit trying. Lucifer's ways bring discouragement and despair, eventually and always. The father of lies is the ultimate purveyor of falsehood and cunningly works to deceive and distract us, for he seeketh that all men might be miserable like unto himself. Now this is a contrast. If Christ were teaching a child to walk and the child stumbled, he would help the child get up and encourage the next steps. Christ is the helper and consoler. His ways bring joy and hope eventually and always. And I was thinking about this in my own parenting, because I'm going to tell you, sometimes I have a little bit of the, <laughs> the accuser mentality, yeah. right? Let's say accuser. I was like, I'm not Satan. <laughs> right. Yeah. We got to real careful, real careful. On it. Let's not make that quotable. <laughs> But there are totally times when I am accusing and I'm saying, you know, you have to do it this way and you're doing it this way. And the whole point of this talk of Elder Renlund's talk, he starts out with the story of Mary Poppins and how we are not training kids to go and, and fetch our slippers, right? And to be obedient because we say so. But he says, God wants us, his children to keep the commandments because we want to, to want to do that. And I think when, not, I think, I know when we approach our parenthood that way in wanting to 
teach our children with love as Christ does and to meet our children where they are and, and to speak to them and to connect with them the way that best works for them, that that's when we're most effective as, as parents. And we don't want to be the accusers. We want to be, we want to meet them with love and understanding and encouragement because that's what Christ would do. Let's just take a little break because we want to give you access to our most requested bonus episodes straight to your inbox. We have never shared these episodes before digitally. Michelle's famous talk, God is speaking to you. Do you hear him? And guess what? You also get Sarah's crucial talk called Satan is at the white. I'm just telling you, these are very good. (laughs) They are huge resources to give you a vision and confidence in making decisions with the Lord, which is what we're trying to do, right? Grab the bonus episodes now at thewomenwithfire.com slash bonus. Now back to the podcast. I love this parallel so much. I think it really resonates with every single listener because we have all been on both sides of the fence there on how we parent. And, and, and sometimes we slip into just responding in ways that are unkind and don't do any help. And what I, what I found is that you can see it in the kids' eyes when they are being parented. And if they're being parented in a way that takes out the light when they are being chastised and mean words and, you know, Anyway, not, not given the space that they need to try and maybe explain their side or whatever may be happening, but I see it in my kids' eyes. Um, I see the light leave it when I'm losing my temper, when I'm not handling it the way I should. And, and that is a really subtle and stark reminder to me that, oh gosh, I've got to rethink this new approach, figure this, this out. So um, I'm going to share um, kind of in parallel to that, a quote that came across social media this week on... Instagram. So let me pull this up really quick. Um, Hank Smith. Talk to me about Hank Smith, Michelle. I love Hank Smith. Hank Smith. My kids love Hank Smith. If you know Hank Smith, we want him on the podcast. Will you tell him? Tell him Michelle Someone's wants gotta him. know him. Someone Come has on. to. My kids would absolutely die and think I was the coolest mom ever if I got to interview Hank Smith because we listen to him. Hank Smith is a uh, I don't know. He does, he teaches he teaches religion now at BYU. He was a seminary teacher, and he has amazing talks that are geared towards youth. I listen to his CDs in the car during pickup and drop off, and my kids love him and are learning because he's so funny, and they're learning so much about the gospel and laughing while doing it. Like every one of my kids, Scarlett, she's three. She's like, let's listen to Hank Smith. <laughs> it's the feel. It's the feels that they're having. I love it. He is the best. And he, he also, he's not fluffy. Like he is no. darn funny, but man, he's teaching the gospel. Yeah. And this is what came across his um, Instagram account. You really need to follow him. Hank R. Smith on Instagram. So here's the quote. And then he has a comment underneath it. He says, let's make sure we're not a bunch of Pharisees in temple garments. Yikes. Gossip, criticism, and self-righteousness destroy the church from the inside. The Lord doesn't need us to change people. We can't. He needs us to accept them and love them while he changes them and us. 
Think about that as a parent. Think about that as a parent. Could we say that gossip, criticism, and self-righteousness destroy the family from the inside? Probably. We probably could. And here's what he said. The Pharisees were too obsessed with tradition and obedience. They seem to have forgotten that both are means to become closer to the Lord. The Spirit is our best shot at improving and purifying our lives. I don't know if I've ever met someone who was ridiculed or bullied into repentance or righteousness. Kindness and love are our most persuasive and powerful tools. Hank. I love you. Mr. Hank. (laughs) You know, Hank Smith, tell him we love him. He's amazing. (laughs) I hope that we can be parents that are not Pharisee parents. Yeah, it's so good. good. It's so good. So we kind of wanted this. I'm sorry, it went a little deep. Just know. They've got to expect it. I mean, just know it's happening. Well, yeah, deep water. So, but we wanted to make sure that we left with um, some practical, like you can go do this right now, ideas for things that you can do as your parent, as a parent that maybe will help you. So Sarah, what's something you do sometimes? Doesn't have awesome. to be every day. <laughs> I gave it a fancy name. This isn't really what we call it at my house. I call it the five fingers of you. That sounds fancy. I, just I like it. Like two minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the five fingers of you. And this is when I am sitting with my kids, typically in the evening when it's quiet and it's one-on-one. And all I do is if they're on my lap or on a chair next to me, I take their hand and I have often written numbers like with pen on their fingers, one, two, three, four, five. That's not required. But I like to <laughs> hold each of their fingers and they know what's coming when I do this, that I love to tell them something that I am absolutely crazy in love with about them. I just fiercely love about them. And then I move to the next finger and maybe we share a funny story and I tell them again, another thing that I just am crazy over the moon about, about them. Then finger number three, four, and five, five fingers of you. It's just a simple way to connect with any type to tell them the things that you are constantly admiring and watching them be awesome at. So you can I love this today. because I love it because there are a lot of times when it, anyway, I think it just gives an easy segue into talking about your kids. Cause I think sometimes, especially as they get older, I think that it's, it's harder. It's hard to have that moment where you're just sitting there and you're like, you want to say something meaningful, but this is a very good avenue to do it. So I love it, Sarah. And if you start young, then they'll expect it when they're teenagers. Right. I hope I have dreams <laughs> of like doing it to my sweet boys on their wedding day and just saying, I oh. love you and goodbye. And ah. anyway, <laughs> tears, tears. <laughs> What's your idea, Michelle? <laughs> One of the things that I can tell, I, I can tell when I haven't connected with my kids, right? The right. noise, there's everyone's like clamoring for my attention. <laughs> and then I get claustrophobic because I'm like, oh my gosh, everyone's talking once. <laughs> and then I don't become a good mom. And so this actually happened recently. And I was like, okay, I, I need to change. And so I pray about it. I hope if you're having, I hope if you're struggling, you just say a little prayer because Heavenly Father wants to help you with your motherhood. If you don't know that, then, (laughs) then listen to Darla from um, Spiritually Minded Mom. She is, she is going to help you with spirituality and motherhood, but I just want you to know you are entitled to revelation for your kids because you are, you're their mother. So, um, so the thing that just came to me is I actually just was the spirit made aware some, some things. And now I know it's because of the personality types. Sarah is a genius. Go Carol. <laughs> Woo! Hey Carol. Um, but I just felt like I needed to spend one-on-one time. And I, 
honestly don't have a ton and my kids don't have a ton right now. We're really involved just this season. And so I was like, I just need to spend like five or 10 minutes with, with each of my kids. And so with my one son, it was, it was doing back handsprings in the backyard where I was flipping him. Right. With my other son, he, it's so funny. I didn't like, I didn't, I didn't know Sarah was going to talk about. You didn't connect the types. No, I I didn't connect the types till (laughs) type four. Um, And we did, we were watching these educational videos online. Oh my gosh. Type four. And he was like, and the other day he's like, mom, could we watch some more of those? It's not the funniest thing. Anyway. So, and then my little girl just wants to create, you know, if I just spend time creating with her and it's, it's better because I'm not good at playing. I'm not good at playing cards. She's kept being like, mom, will you get down and play cards with me? I'm like, what are the rules? I don't know what to do here, (laughs) but I can create. I love creating. And so that is something that I think just taking the time and um, even asking Heavenly Father and saying, hey, how do they need me right now? Like, how can I help them right now? What is what you ask? If you can't figure out what their type is after listening to Sarah, like ask Heavenly Father to figure it out or read the book too. You could do that too. (laughs) But that's it is to just just be aware of their type and then spend five minutes doing something that would really connect them today. Like that's it. You'll, and you'll see it. You will see it because they'll either fight it or they will just totally embrace it. And you'll be like, this feels right. And that is the spirit, right? I mean, that is saying (laughs) this is connection. This is happening. You know, that kind of a thing. Like you will be guided that way. And Michelle, your greatest quote, like of all time at the women with fire is you are entitled to revelation for your motherhood, right? Is that what only you can receive revelation for your motherhood? Only you. There it is. Because you, you do not need to do it the way anyone else is doing it. So true. So fill you know fill your life sure with with great tools and stuff like that. But it's you. It's you and the Lord and those kids, and He will give you those amazing answers. So we're so glad you've been with us today. We are so glad. And remember those bonus episodes. They are still there for you at thewomenwithfire.com/bonus. We are excited to hang out with you on Instagram. We want to hear the things that you try. What are your traditions at home? Kind of like the five fingers of you or the 10 minutes of awesomeness that Michelle does with her kids. What are you doing at home so that we can learn from your ideas to better connect with your kids? Because heaven knows heaven needs those kids and, and the Lord needs those kids on the front lines and we're so lucky to have them. So thank you so much for joining us on The Women With Fire and we'll catch you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to the Women With Fire podcast. Your support means a lot to us. In fact, your support is what makes this podcast possible. If you want to connect more with the guests we've had on our podcast and connect more with Sarah and Michelle, the creators of the Women With Fire podcast, find us on Instagram at The Women With Fire or find us in our Facebook group. Simply search Women With Fire and join the group. We'll see you there.